0: Good evening, Khrianand, Mulweni, and a hearty welcome to the Shahida Kali show. So I'm so excited because Wednesday luckily comes quickly, and before I know it, I can get a chance to speak with you and chat and we can have tea together and we can just have fun together. But you know, amidst Doing that, we sometimes have to speak about tough situations, you know, situations that really test that we can become bigger and better, you know, than we believe ourselves to be. One of such is when you're confronted with cancer and you need to shift from a cancer patient... To a cancer survivor so the great thing is in the studio this evening again we have Faisal Jacobs who is a cancer survivor and he is going to share more of his journey with us this evening Faisal assalamualaikum, and welcome back
1: wa alaikum rahmatullah and shukran for having me
0: so I'm I'm very excited because I know that the you know the purpose of you being here of me doing the program is really to encourage to inspire mm. to educate to uplift you yeah, know exactly especially people who are who are in a, a tough situation yeah. in regard to cancer even the person um afflicted with a cancer or has the cancer diagnosis as well as the family isn't for sure. it for or the sure. loved ones eh but i before we get to any of the what we plan to do, we need to go to an exciting occurrence that happened, of, you know, of which you were involved today. And I thought, you know what, it's so special that we needed to give it special time. Please just tell us what happened and your involvement,
1: please. So uh, as part of my journey, um, I registered a non-profit organization called Lace Up for Change and we use sport as a medium to facilitate change within impoverished communities to try and uplift and, and just give people their dignity and empower people and about six months ago almost we started an initiative for the third school where we participated in endurance events. Uh, two of our guys, for example, took part in the Cape Town Marathon and this was all to raised funds for school shoes. And Alhamdulillah, today we were at Rio Grande in Manenberg and we fitted almost 700 students or pupils with a brand new pair of school shoes wow um each one got a home meal uh, a sandwich yeah. and uh, it was just such an amazing day alhamdulillah and and shukran to everybody that supported the initiative whether it was with a donation or the crew as, as we call them that rolled up their sleeves and and Got their hands dirty to to make today uh, uh, the success that it was. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, congratulations, slamat, and uh. we. You know, one has to say shukran to the creator. You know, we look That's at the it. mercy of the thoughts that had been, you know, given to you, your crew, the commitment, and. Everyone was a part of it, really, really. Sure. One wants to congratulate them um, for for caring about others, others yeah. isn't it? Hey? It's,
1: and it's so empowering to be able to help someone. And, you know, I, I, I used to have a very good job. Uh, um, I was earning good money. My children could get whatever it is they wanted. We went away for weekends and that and the amount of money I was making doesn't come close to that smile or when you hear a little girl says buy a donkey worm now my granny doesn't have to use the sasa money to buy me school shoes yeah. there's, there's no amount of money that can do that the, the smiles and, and one of the greatest forms of Baraka is that smile Absolutely. Absolutely. and it is is—it's uh, just so uh, heartwarming
0: Yeah, I, it brings back the thoughts I was working at Alexandra Hospital and I would have of my patients there um, who'd—I, the, you know the thought goes to a lady who used to come to me in winter time and she would be walking bare feet mm. so I thought um, you know why and I you know now so these are all intellectually disabled um, persons and in trying to get her to, to get myself to understand why so I took her to the ward because they would come to the building where we were mm-hmm. I took her to the ward and I asked that she needed to show me her shoes and the shoes if she had a size seven foot her shoes was about size four wow. seriously I'm not exaggerating here <laughs> you know and i think also at that time i mean we adopted wards and by allah the you know the support that we got and we could also buy shoes for all the patients and i mean you you had circumstances where a patient doesn't wear a panty Hmm. you want to find out why and the panty is too small it hurts too badly so, yeah, that might be seer, but the good thing is when you're able to change that, sure. you know. Yeah, it's liquor. It's a good feeling. So, yeah, feeling. <laughs> <a> it's <little laughs> So, I can absolutely understand. And what I just want to, and I know we're going to go back to where it started, but I just want to, to ask you. So, you would still have your challenges today, yeah. right now. You know, you would still have good your good. challenges. What does a day like today do in relation to how you manage your own? challenges
1: I, th- I think the biggest lesson for me is that and and doing the type of work that we do within the community there are people that are worse off i mean it, it sounds cliche um it sounds here yeah, they go again but it really is and the challenges that i face is nothing compared to what we've seen out on the streets. And, and I'm grateful. And every time I have to change a bag, and yes, there's times I get frustrated with a bag, with a leak when I'm out in public, or having to try and hide and conceal the fact that the bag is filled with air and the security and pick and pay doesn't think I've got something shoved down my pants over there. Um, it, it's it's so small in, in, in the greatest scheme of things. Yeah. Um, And it's daily This bag and the stoma Is a reminder that Life in itself is precious And don't take for granted The little that you perceive you have
0: yeah uh, in fact one of <coughs> the questions you know on my way here or before the the uh, conversation that we're having now uh, one of the qu- con the questions i had in my mind to ask you is what your thoughts are if anyone has a difficulty a challenge now th- given that for us our challenge would be sore would be hard would be heart sore etc but what your thoughts are in rega- in relation to to try to think of someone who's worse off than you I and and what that would give you. I think
1: my personal approach, and, and, and I said it last week as well, it's important to allow yourself to feel what it is you are feeling. But the ability to take that step back, step out of your mind, so to speak, where you can have a look, a realistic look, because If you look properly, you will see an inspiration around you. You will see a reason to get up and dust yourself off. You will find a reason that, you know what, it's not that bad.
0: So what you're saying is, find the blessings. Find the blessings, the blessings are yeah. all there, and I, you know, we'll we'll get back to to that, um, and because I tie it so much into, if at a time when it's really really hard, and you remind yourself of which of the favors of my Lord yeah. am I going to deny, but let's get back to so so, a part of today's conversation is to um, have someone listening identify with the feelings that you felt. And the reason for that is very often people will say, I'm not sure how I'm supposed, supposed to, to feel, to, yeah. or I don't know what I'm feeling. They can be very confused, very overwhelmed. And in speaking with you, you have the ability to normalize even those tough feelings you know as a start Mm. so that we can say you know what you have a right to feel those feelings this is how human beings would feel for sure so so when you got the so i know there were a few days leading up to confirmation of cancer your Mm. diagnosis the the management etc etc so i just want for you to describe again what it felt like when you Realized um, th- something's not the normal response. What that looked like and what it felt like.
1: I think, yeah, it's, if I can put it into words, and the words almost doesn't justify w- what those emotions are. So when you hear cancer, mm-hmm. and 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 like I said, there was the, one of the phenomenon that happened is that word cancer. Very often, people sign a death warrant. Mm-hmm. And and that was one of my feelings as well. And it was, my children, am I going to see them grow up? They were 9 and 11 at the time. My my late mom, you know, what's going to happen with her? Uh, I was taking care of her. She wasn't well. And work all of a sudden be- was on the back burner. I loved my job. I thought nothing of pulling a 12, 13-hour day, um, long hours. I loved it. That was nowhere on 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 the radar, so to speak, Mm -hmm. and
0: so so on the radar really was. um, It it sounds to me mostly the concern for others. It was mostly your your loved ones. My
1: love, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think there was a point of oh my word, I'm dying, Mm -hmm. although I felt like yes this is the end mm-hmm. but what it was more a case of what's going to happen to, to them. them who's going to be taking care of them my boys are they going to grow up losing touch with a family um and 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 it, it's just all centered around that okay. um and the, the grief cycle if if anybody it's like a curve mm-hmm. and you hit this point where And I I can almost say, alhamdulillah, I could almost feel myself going into this depression. And as much as I was questioning my creator, why me? What did I do to deserve this? I'm a good man. Um, I, I do my bit. For, for those less fortunate, I I was che- at the time I was chairperson of the Thornton Islamic Society. I uh, was busy in negotiations with the city, dealing directly with the mayor of Cape Town, uh, uh, Pat- Patricia de at the time, about acquiring land for to build a masjid in Thornton, and that is almost a form of jihad. Why are you punishing me? You know that conversation was was, was there, it was real, and a lot of people say, yeah, but you must sabr, and this is Allah's will. I'm human
0: and and I and on that, I just want to ask, whilst you are in a, a state of of the depression, like you say, and you're asking why um so when people say, but you must sober, but does it mean it's almost like one has to separate it, man, you get sober and sober, so it's like i and I want to ask you, does it it doesn't does it mean, did it at any time mean that you were Kind of intentionally having an angry approach to the creator and saying, you don't have a right. But that it almost is just me in my human being space that I am.
1: For for me, certainly it was a case of me being in that human being space. Mm -hmm. I I know of people that got completely angry. Um, And you can't blame them and a lot of people are gonna but how can you say that we are human we all have our faults and you know we nobody's perfect you cannot understand unless you've been through it you Mm -hmm. cannot understand the emotions that happen and for me again the risk is suppressing what it is you are feeling because that bottles up we we all had that mom that went what are you crying about i'll give you a reason to cry Mm -hmm. boy meets girl they fall in love they break up the boy gets told there's many women out there or the girl gets told men are old dogs and you know suppress your feelings suppress your feelings and today we have a time where the the levels of depression and suicides have it has increased to an alarming level and i believe it's because we're not allowing ourselves to People feel, to what, feel. It, what it is we need to feel, because that's how we learn to process.
0: Yeah. That's how well, we it's a, it's, yeah, It's a part of working through it, and I was just thinking, you know, if we can acknowledge that anger is one of the stages of loss. Oh, yeah. It's one of the stages of loss. But I wanted to come back to, because I jumped before we, um, you know, started our conversation, I wanted to ask you, how would you have described yourself and your coping personality before this had happened before the the diagnosis of cancer.
1: I, I think I was always uh, in 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 the work circles. I was always referred to as Mister Fix It, mm-hmm. and I would always go to sort of a systems and process driven personality to try and get um, things fixed. And. And I, in hindsight, it probably stood in 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 good s- of course, stead. Be- because be- you
0: would you would very quickly go to so what do I do?
1: Yeah, what do I, what do I need to do? What do you and need one to the, do? one of the things I did is I started to Google, and the first lot of s- results came up, and I closed my laptop. Oh hell no, I'm not doing this, um, you know, and, and, and coming from an IT background. I know that on Google you will find a hundred pros to say that this Huawei phone is the best out there and you'll find a hundred cons to say, no, you don't. And it's the same in the medical side. Mm-hmm. And I thought, no, I can't do this. I, I can't put myself through this.
0: And is that because there were such a, a lot of contradictory information? information. Yeah. Uh, which then confuses you?
1: Yeah. I mean, okay. part of, uh, um, so if we we go forward uh, 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 a Sorry, just before I got to the diagnosis, is confirmed. I saw myself as, I'm in for a fight. I don't know how bad this fight is going to be. Um, We we got to wait on the cancer diagnosis. And the Friday came and it was confirmed. You got cancer. Now I knew I'm fighting cancer. But then the doctor says, we don't know how bad this cancer is yet. Um, We have to do a CT scan and so the shape starts forming in terms of what this fight is then it is it's it's sort of like looking at a blurred very very blurred image you can start making out shapes But you don't know what it is You're going to have to stand up again
0: okay. And as so
1: things unfold it and,
0: and so I'd like you to hold that thought Because we need to go into the uh, time For the maghrib, maghrib prayer And I'd like you to hold the thought Because the question I'd like to ask is And what helped you through that time When as a fixer You need to know what the problem is And then there's an answer Now you're in a space where you don't quite know no. yeah. So please hold the thought We'll be back after Maghrib Welcome back. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa and good evening. I'm Shahida Kali and I'm speaking with Faisal Jacobs who is a cancer survivor and our focus is on um, Faisal's process and we Faisal's sharing his process so that it can normalize the process of others who could be very confused at this time. It could, you know, be wanting and he uh, is wanting to inspire, to educate, to really uplift, but to have a to impart positive coping skills that he had applied that worked for him that holds the potential that it will help our listeners as well whomever's is going through a tough time. So welcome back, Faisal.
1: Shukran. Um, I, I'd just like to say one thing, uh, sure. and this is my view, mm-hmm. and the term cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. I think we need to redefine that term okay. because a cancer survivor isn't someone who has beaten cancer mm-hmm. a cancer survivor if you get diagnosed today mm-hmm. and you wake up tomorrow you're a survivor a, the, a person living with cancer is a survivor mm-hmm. um and they are fighters and that's why for me we need to redefine the term cancer survivor." survivors not someone who has beaten cancer
0: right i mean the and 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 i think it's a very important point <coughs> that you're making in terms of f- in in a person's journey with cancer, you could be cancer free, and live with being cancer, cancer. free, and cancer could come back yeah. later. So that that happens, yeah. I th- I think that the term cancer survivor is used, probably because of which word do we put there? Yeah you know and so a survivor is someone who's the fighter who beats you know whatever that they are confronted with and so on so yeah I think it's just for want of a better description
1: for oh, for sure, for
0: yeah. sure. so but but an, a very important point that you're making there in any case so so let's just come back we were discussing you know the different um, emotions and how important it was for you to acknowledge emotions whereas you would have described yourself as As a Mr. Fix-It, a person who's process-driven, in that picture, a person could very easily deny, denial, suppression Mm. of feelings because you go, as a habit, quickly to, I need to fix this, you know. But you speak about the importance of acknowledging and feeling those feelings.
1: No, For for sure. um, uh, As I was saying uh, off-air a little earlier, I have... So i always think that the best way to describe things is through metaphors Mm -hmm. and and the same applies to feelings Mm -hmm. and i will have these two places i like a lot that gives me a lot of peace and tranquility and one is the beach and the other one is a campsite Mm -hmm. and when i'm facing a challenge that sits in my head um that that's consuming every thought of me i have what i call a campfire okay and and
0: that would look like what
1: it's me sitting around that fire and i invite these feelings in okay. Come, sit down let us have a conversation here <laughs> and as as much as there was this i need to find the process that's going to work so i looked up as i, as I said earlier on google um trying to find materials um the doctor gave me some literature to read And I started putting that all away because you start building perceptions on what could be. And speaking to other people that have had cancer, it's like there were differences in people's journeys. Um, Let's use a movie as an example. There's a new movie coming out on Circuit. You read a review. They say it's a great movie. You go and watch it. You didn't enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, We experience things differently. And very quickly... I came to realize that this could be different for me too. So do I pin my hopes on what it is I'm reading here, whether it is good news or the bad news um, um, that I'm hearing about and reading about. Um, experience this moment, Faisal.
0: What would you say to yourself when that in that moment would be the fear, um, the... I don't know. Remember, if you're Mr. Fix-It, you need to know in order to fix. So the not knowing, the waiting period, what helped at those times?
1: And we were were chatting about this just before we went off, where I started getting this figure of something that I needed to fight. Mm -hmm. And as the prodding and the probing, because... Any cancer patient out there will know and they will testify to the fact that your body no longer is your own. Your thoughts are no longer your own. Your body is being prodded and probed. Um, <clears throat> your thoughts are people telling you what you need to do to fix and get better and and all those things. I needed to step out of that mentally so that I could cope. And not knowing what I needed to do to fix this was not easy because that's my default, and I used the the this fight and and again I I put a metaphor to it, and I'm getting into a boxing ring and I've got this shadow and I've got to fight that shadow, and as the diagnosis unfolded. The shadow started becoming a shape mm-hmm. and it started until i knew exactly what it is i was facing
0: so so what happened because you need to pace yourself yeah. through all of this right because this actually happens over days yeah you know if not weeks as well what helps you to cope with every day and going through that day? did you was it a matter of living people will say we take it one day at a time but i know there are times when you have to take it one walked at a time, yeah. one one moment at a time. What was your journey like for you? Um,
1: on a l- many levels, it was frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, I spoke to my family, uh, loved ones, friends, and it was a case of, I am going to trust my Creator. As much as I was questioning, I'm going to trust that my Creator is guiding the medical team. I'm going to listen to every bit of info that the medical team is giving me. Mm-hmm. This is what you need to do to get better. This is the treatments that
0: So, So at some stage, like you said earlier on, you actually have to pull yourself away from everyone's comments and guidance and, yeah. and, and you know, I and got and
1: the auntie uh, cousin's daughter yeah. had a stoma that was supposed to get one 15 years ago. She refused and she's still here today. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And so every, you
0: actually have to step back. You have that. to
1: step back and and meaning well. Mm-hmm. Mean today, I can say meaning well.
0: Yeah, I'm going to ask you that question. People, How, at the time,
1: people didn't respect that.
0: And at the time, does it? At the time, you're not able to f- to think um, they meaning well, yeah. isn't it?
1: No, it's it's very difficult. It is very difficult to in in that moment because even if again, you
0: remind yourself, hey,
1: it's, it's you are filled again with so many emotions to from. My children, my mother, am I dying? What, who am I fighting? Am I going to need chemo? How bad is the chemo going to be? Am I going to lose my hair? And you know all, all these sorts of things. And then you have people coming through, and again they mean well, but there is so much happening for the patient for the family. Uh, the family sits with the fears of losing that, mm-hmm. that person, and yeah. it, it's a tense situation.
0: I mean, I think it's a panic situation, isn't it? The and panic and I think more so, more so if you if the answers are not clear, if the interventions are not clear, that period must. I mean, it's people will say the worst is not knowing. Yeah, I, if I know, then I can work with that. People need to know to work with that. For sure. And then there are people who will say, I don't want to know. I'm okay if I don't know. Just kind of steer me. And yeah. they completely trust the medical staff, and they're just going to allow people yeah. to. There's different ways of coping, isn't it?
1: And, and again, if every one of us are um, individuals. yeah, we, I yeah. think I mentioned it last week where I said when... There is a terrorist attack, and there's a Muslim involved, and all of Muslims are terrorists. And you get the posts on Facebook and the social media, it's like, not in my religion, not in my Islam. Mm. You want to be treated as an individual then. We are individuals here too.
0: Absolutely, hey, that is so true. So, So coming back to what did it look like when you told yourself, I need to trust Allah so what I'm looking for is did you do things did you steer your thoughts what would you tell yourself was there a lot of self-talk you know in that picture please share with us
1: so two weeks from having the um, first colonoscopy to say Oops, something don't look right here two weeks later I had the operation so things happened very very quickly mm-hmm. um, and the conversation was, "Yes, I'm going to trust the Almighty." Um, I had the negotiation as part of the the grief cycle mm-hmm. or the trauma, uh, trauma cycle, yeah. where, Ya Allah, please help me beat this. And if my story, my journey, can inspire one person, Alhamdulillah, mm-hmm. that grief cycle isn't an all flowing curve. Um, and that happens. You jump up and down.
0: Yeah. You That's ha- what I was going to ask yeah. you. You know, was it yeah. kind of an up and down you, situation? You, you,
1: you're running back up. You run back into denial um, where you didn't No, it can't be cancer. No man, this is a bad dream to, yeah. <sighs> what am I going to do here? Um, to, um, I need to trust my creator. It's not, it's not always going to be a smooth process. Yeah. So it's,
0: it's being all over the place yeah. most of the time.
1: And, it became very important to find that, what am I going to fight for here? Yeah. And what helped me shortly after the surgery and you got the prognosis that, Alhamdulillah, I didn't need chemotherapy or radiotherapy. We caught the uh, the, the cancer very early. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the oncologist saying, oh, your surgeon, Dr. Kasir was uh, a little bit over the top here, and pardon the expression, he was rather anal. But he would biopsied nineteen different nodes in the area wow. to make sure he got it all.
0: Wow, it's and stunning when you know that that the person um, was so thorough, e- isn't it? Exactly,
1: hey? wow. and and you know, even him during that first two weeks, I hated him, but <laughs> he gave me this bad news. But today oh. he's my buddy. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> um, and that was good good news and 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 sharing this with people and then the offer do you want to go and run the chicago marathon to raise funds for a pediatric oncology hospital being built in palestine and yes not realizing it's five months later but i found my fight i found my reason to fight that was beyond my boys and my yeah. mom.
0: So so coming back to and I can only imagine because I wanted to ask you now the, the what were those reasons to fight but I wanted to firstly ask you did at any time when you were trusting allah and and we know there's a cut of time before you fall asleep mm-hmm. with the anesthetics there's there is the cut off time Either, you go, don't yeah. go beyond that so it's like my last need to be my shahada my last <laughs> need to be i mean you know i think you know most of us go through that but coming out of that uh, because then the anesthetics take over um when did did calm at any time settle inside of you and let's hold the thought we need to take commercial news when we come back we'll we'll get the response
1: live from cape town this is the voice of the cape the voice of the cape the voice of the cape
0: the voice of the 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 cape Welcome back. I'm Shahida Kali and I'm speaking with Faisal Jacobs, who is a cancer survivor. And Faisal had, um, you know, discussed, suggested we think differently about the word survivor because survivor means I've beat it, whereas cancer gets beaten and can come back. Yeah. So but let's go back to Faisal. I asked you before the break or I was going to ask you when would a a feeling of calm, you know, when would that feeling have have come into and settled within yourself, but then in the break time you're telling me about all these ups and downs and unknowns and unpreparedness etc etc and i'd like you to actually share it with our listeners because it brings about the understanding of the reality mm. so that if someone's listening at this time they know you said i had to accept that there will be those things i will not be prepared for yeah. so please
1: so um calm was just a, a phase, so to speak you 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 phase in and out of different phases mm-hmm. uh, 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 and and emotions mm-hmm. and if we take a step back to when I got confirmation of the diagnosis and i 'm sure I was there i 'm sure Dr. Kasir gave a beautiful explanation as to what it is I can expect with the surgery that 's going to happen and so forth. But all I heard at that moment was blah, 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 because mm-hmm. it's confirmed it's cancer. And that was foremost yeah. on my mind. Um, three days before the surgery. So the surgery was the Monday. The Friday, I met, um, it's my second wife now, <laughs> um, uh, Sister Monica Frank. That's uh, my stoma nurse. Um, and uh, an, an amazing woman. And again, I'm sure she did a beautiful explanation as to what life with the stoma bag is going to be like and what I can expect mm-hmm. and still it was just blah, 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 blah. I remember her showing me the bags yeah. and then she marked me up to where the stoma has got to be placed. Um, this is the point for, for the mm-hmm. surgeon. And the Monday waking up in ICU, um, the first thing I did was this bag mm-hmm. and I looked down and I lifted the sheets. and. I freak out. There's this big clear, almost as big as a black bag Mm -hmm. that you use in the bin. Mm -hmm. Clear bag. And there's this green gunk coming out. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no. This is not what... I remember a bag and it was a lot smaller than this. This is not supposed to be it. I freaked out. Um, Then they called me down. No, this is just a temporary bag. We need to be able to monitor what comes out. Mm -hmm. And... Monica told me afterwards, I, I said to her, uh, listen, you <laughs> could have freaking told me about this thing. Sure. She says, no, I did. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, I did. Yeah. Yeah. And in, a, in, in, in the hospital, I pick up an infection. Um, and the, it, it was the, so the surgery was the Monday. It was the Saturday morning. The physio comes in and it's a locum. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen her the whole week. Uh, She comes in, Mr. Jacobs, time for your walk. And I say to her, can we do this later, please? I'm really not feeling well. Mm -hmm. And her first, oh, all you men are such babies. Mm -hmm. And I I got up and we start shuffling. And I was the second bed from um, the toilet. Mm -hmm. And we got to the first bed and I pointed. I didn't want to open my mouth. And I... Hmm. Holding my hand there. Yeah. And she brings this little kidney bowl and I just spewed all over. Yeah. And I just said to her, I guess I'm not a baby anymore. <laughs> Shame, and I turned around <laughs> and I went back. And yeah. it actually turned out that the drain uh, in, in, in the anus region yes. had twisted around um uh, one of the stitches. Yeah. And because of the anesthetic that, that was there and it was long, uh, I never felt that discomfort. Yeah. And it was only afterwards that we picked that up. Um, then, uh, you know, things started happening. You, yeah. you get discharged from hospital um. and you're home. You're in your own space. It's a safe space, yeah. uh, it's your private space. And the first time I need to change a bag happens and I can't get this bag to clip on. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how, and another freak out yeah. and another moment. And the nurse had to come, and she showed me how, and then it became easier, and I'm calm, yeah, I'm happy, I'm content. Eight weeks later, I go back to work. And three days at work, I'm in a boardroom, uh, we're having a meeting, I get up and I'm too close to the table and my bag gets caught on the edge of the boardroom table Mm -hmm. and the bag pops loose and stuff runs out and another freak out. And I quickly learned that, you know what, you're going to have to fix a lot of things you don't know about.
0: But at that point, but even I think at that point it would be different. But now looking back at those times, it asks of a person certainly to to be strong, isn't it? I mean, you've got to overcome things that um, you wouldn't have dreamt you'd have to experience and what might if if you read about it if someone else told you it happened to them you might have thought oh golly i won't cope mm. and yet you have to cope
1: yeah i i think a, a, a message out there to the listeners I, yeah number one i often get co- asked how do you stay so positive yeah and when i say i'm not always this positive yeah uh-huh <laughs> And again, I allow myself to feel what I need to feel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, uh, uh, Alhamdulillah, last year I remarried. Um,
0: Alhamdulillah.
1: And it, it was also something I never thought would happen again. I mean, who would want to be with I'm a man sure. with, with, with sure. his back?
0: In fact, I in our next program, I would like us to speak about the now and going forward in terms of, because my thoughts would have been, you are achieving things and experiencing things today that you could never have at that time yeah. thought that might. Yeah. You, you know, you spoke earlier on about the different. You, you flit out of, if that's the right word, out of the different feelings. Yeah. At that time, I'm sure you wouldn't have thought that happiness will be one of those.
1: No, and. Uh, and, and and again, there, there, there's a lesson there too. So, firstly, it, how do you stay so positive? Mm-hmm. I'm not always that positive. And I allow myself to feel what it is I'm feeling. I yeah. have that campfire. Are you going to stay or aren't you going to stay, Mr. Feeling? Yeah. Right? The second thing is accepting the situation. And I think that is most important, is once you accept and you realize, and in my instance, accepting the fact that there is going to be a lot of things that are out of your control no matter how much you prepare for it uh we were chatting uh uh, off air about uh, a travel incident Mm -hmm. um uh, i had last year when we went to uh, casablanca and i had prepared by having extra bags in case my uh, with my carry-on luggage in case my luggage gets lost so i've got a couple of days reserve Um, i got a letter from my surgeon to say if anybody needs to search Faisal, it needs to be done by a medical person. I've mm-hmm. got a letter from Cancer stating the same thing. And I go through airport security and this guy pats and he feels the bag and he pulls and I grab his hand. And also realizing grabbing his hand is not the right thing mm-hmm. and I just go, I got a letter, I got a letter, I got a letter. What I wasn't prepared for is that he didn't understand English. Yeah. Um, you know, so that was yeah. out of my control and then you just sit and you open you like do and luckily he never pulled it off because that could have been a fiasco right. Um, right I was married just got married we were on honeymoon and it's something that hasn't happened for more than two years yeah but a bag leaked while we were asleep and yeah you know that's humiliating of course. Um, as much as you speak about you know there's this possibility that that sure. could happen and and so sure. for for it to happen right and i've had to accept the fact that these things are going to happen yeah
0: and i just want to ask you um, because you spoke now, and even about the impact that it could have happened on your wife, etc. So even though you've accepted, or you still, I think acceptance also is is a constant, constant work yeah. in progress, isn't it? Hey? For sure. Um, f- what's the the verses, and is that still there that you have that you sit with? What will others think? you know what will others think if anything in in the boardroom would the first fear not be oh my word how am i they going to feel what are they going to think and you know how do you how do you deal with that stigma external stigma too from people but also the internal stigma the internal fears of about others Mm. how do you manage that
1: that was very difficult for me that day at the office um, when, when I went back to work. So yeah. people knew, puzzle was diagnosed with, with cancer. People at work knew that he was having surgery. They didn't know I had a stoma. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what that meant. Yeah. And a lot of people, even people listening right now, I don't think knows what a stoma is. Mm-hmm. And th- that incident in the boardroom, had me running off to the bathroom and i sat there for over an hour and i was in tears
0: i'm sure
1: what am i going to do here and yeah. it took me an hour before i built up the courage to call one of my colleagues to send someone from my team with my bags um yeah. to the bathroom and i snuck out of work um running down the stairs because i didn't want to get caught in the elevator because i had a mess on me sure um, sneaking out getting home changing coming back to work and you have different clothes on, <laughs> um, and it took me a while, yeah, to be courageous enough, yeah, to have the. Co- I
0: just thought of the word courage.
1: To 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 have that conversation at work to say that this is my situation. Yeah, um, I've had to ask them the the sanitary towel dispensers that you usually find in a ladies' toilet, um, to get onto the floor where we were into the bathrooms that was closest to me to get those in the men's bathroom so that. If I needed to change a bag at work, I could do it in a sanitary, uh, I dispose of it in a sanitary manner. And again, I could only do this if I accepted my condition. It took me It took me a while, as much as I'm yeah. putting in my trust, there's this. Yeah. I've had to learn to, be, because as you're living, as life unfolds mm-hmm. after the event, mm-hmm. certain realities set in. Yeah. There are things that happen that you are not, you cannot, there is nobody that can prepare you for it. Absolutely. That, you know, it unfolds. And, and, And that brings me to another message where you asked about being happy again and, you know, having that happiness. My happiness isn't dependent on Yusra. My happiness is dependent on me. Mm-hmm. I'm the I'm the one responsible for my happiness. It's not put on to my children, on to friends or or, or, or my wife. Yeah. We are responsible for our own happiness and together with the, the loved ones we become happy together.
0: Okay. So just and I mean I think we are we are about to I think a beautiful point to conclude actually. Would you say that happiness acceptance courage and courage would be different almost the quality or the value of the courage will be different at different times it's almost like it can be a small courage moment or a big courage moment that work situation would have been a huge courage moment but would you still say and this is really a strong message for for ourselves and for the um our listeners would you say that happiness is a choice that you made
1: that was. That's exactly it. It's, I, I chose to be happy. I chose to accept the fact that I have the stoma. Um, I can't change it. Um, even even my late mom and, and and this was stigmas that I faced out there. Why are you having this? I still get. Can't they do an anal transplant for you? Mm. And I've had to. To some people, I had to be as crude as 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 saying that. Okay, so. I have this anal transplant as you want and keep in mind that the surgeon also had to remove part of the sphincter muscle. So I can't squeeze. You can. I can't. So do I have this stoma bag or do I wear a nappy? What are you going to feel more comfortable mm. with? And that that was the only way okay. I could find to keep them. Yeah. Right? And, and to
0: keep them bounded
1: Exactly. and. Establishing your boundaries is important. It, yeah. it is important and yeah. because it's about you and your sanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to take charge of your well being. And I I ended up going to see a counsellor to help me support myself and it wasn't it doesn't mean I was weak. And he, here's the weirdest thing of it all. Um that counsellor didn't help me really. I did all the work, but they—they <laughs> they, they guided me.
0: Absolutely, I'm so, I'm so happy that you just said it. You know, because it's the the help of the therapist or the counsellor is about helping you to realize it's your journey. We're really just, you know, helping along and that's kind of guide. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really just the guide, but the work gets done by you. Yeah. and the important thing for me about that is taking ownership of. By Allah, this is how far I've allowed myself to grow by Allah's grace.
1: Alhamdulillah. You
0: know, alhamdulillah. And on that note, you know, we need to greet you and we've, (laughs) you know, concluded our session for today. Next week, I'd like us to look at, we we haven't even touched on the support, Hmm. the family, your children, your wife. Yusra's journey, um, you know, the where you're at right now, I mean, today's fabulous experience, but the marathons that you've encountered and those would be the things that you gave to you to give to others. And the importance of that connection. So shukran, 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 again, we learn and we grow. And yeah, I can only stand and admire your courage, um, you know, really, and the choices that you've made. That have gotten you to this point by allah's grace i i salute you for that faisal so shukran for being a part of the program and really encouraging others because i think we can we I, i i'd like to think that although we're speaking about cancer what we're actually speaking about the human process yeah. when trauma hits you, when change hits you, when loss hits you. This is really a description of how we then how life unfolds exactly. and we have to and we have to do life in that way, isn't I mean, it?
1: Life is Filled with unexpected Absolutely. I, I say life is like a very mock ad If you call now we'll also give you
0: uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one <laughs> Faisal shukran so much And assalamu
1: alaikum, wa alaikum wa
0: So that concludes my conversation With Faisal Jacobs The cancer survivor Who is doing fabulous things I'd like to think of him as an extraordinary person Alhamdulillah By the creator's grace Next week inshallah we will focus more And this is about us growing from the experience that Faisal has the life that he has walked and is still walking for the way forward in encouraging us to be better for ourselves and others so stay with us don't go away